Greetings, everyone. This is Rob Reynolds. I'm the executive director at Teleeducation, and I'm joined today by Don Kastner from Monitor EDU. Uh, Monitor is a partner of Tells and provides uh, exam proctoring for our students and our courses. And um, we're big fans of Monitor, and uh, we're just delighted to have Don on our show today. And I'm happy to be talking to you, Don. I know you've got such a diverse and long background in the educational technology space, and you've been a good partner to us as we've to us as we've kind of been growing, you know, our footprint. And so it's great to have you, and I look forward to our conversation. Great, thanks, Rob. Yeah, it's great to be here today, and um, it's great to be speaking with Tell. Uh, it's been a longtime partner for Monitor Edu, so we're 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 pretty happy to to, to speak with you and, and discuss uh, proctoring in general. Yeah, so Don, that's a let's let's take kind of just begin to give people some context. Let's just talk about your kind of personal journey and the how you got here, but you know, through the general the educational technology space, you got into proctoring, et cetera. And so what that journey was like for you. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think like most people, you you what you plan in, in high school and what you plan in college, it, it doesn't necessarily work out that way. You know, life has opportunities that throws at you and you find yourself in an industry, um, you know, really by chance or happenstance. Uh, for me, it all started when uh, I finished up grad school and got the opportunity to begin working uh, with the department that I had finished my degree at San Jose State University as a grad assistant, and then got the opportunity a couple of years later to start teaching. Um, I was an economics professor and really enjoyed the classroom experience. Um, in the mid uh early 2000s, I got a, a chance to get involved with some investors who had just taken over uh, a university in Birmingham, Alabama called Andrew Jackson University. Um, and the opportunity came to move to Alabama and take that over uh, the university as president, which was something I had never planned. And suddenly I was, you know, in the middle of academia and getting involved with, you know, the different facets, getting involved with um, administration, with regulation, with all the different uh, areas that uh, involve involved with uh, education and higher education. Uh, through that process, uh, in the late 2008 2009, uh, with online education uh, really moving quickly, one of the big areas that was lagging was testing. Uh, I had a, a famous call with one of my students who said, "You know, Don, I love this online education. I love the fact I can do my coursework coursework anywhere." But the big issue is testing. You know, when it comes to test time, you make me go somewhere. You make me, you know, leave my kitchen table and go to a test center. And I'd really like to be able to take my test from home. Um, we heard her. We we decided to grab a couple of webcams, start playing around with the process. And one thing led to another. And suddenly we were in the remote proctoring business. Um, and from there, you know, it's been almost 14 years. It's been quite a ride for me. Uh, started the one of the first large proctoring companies called Proctor U, left there in 2016, and then uh, had the opportunity to do things slightly different with Monitor EDU in 2018, uh, based on some trends I saw in education and remote proctoring and things that uh, I'm sure we're going to discuss in detail today. Yeah, no, we, we are. And that was a great recap. And I appreciate that. I, I think it's important to point out here when you talk about your journey that, you know, that journey that you know really started you as a university student and a grad student, then a then a faculty member, and then on to an administrator. I think that's so important 
And unfortunately, we see less of that in some areas of educational technology because what that gives you, obviously, is a great deal of perspective. Um, you've kind of seen the, the what is important uh, in a higher education university. You know it from an instructional perspective. You can really understand understand personally and and from experience the the needs and the thoughts of faculty members, students, administrators, as they go into all of this. I know that's been a big help, but I think that is a, that's one of the things that I think that, that you bring to the table that's so important. Yeah, it, it does. Thank you. Um, it's that balance. It's, you know, looking at it from all those different perspectives allows me to help develop solutions that make sense for everybody. And it also allows me to adapt when, you know, an issue comes up because I have a, an understanding of where that issue is coming from. If you only saw it from one side, you'd only really see that side. And, and the nice thing is I've walked in the shoes of, you know, most of the stakeholders. And so that definitely gives me the ability to evaluate uh, any issues that come up and, and helps me plan um, changes that we might make as we move forward. Exactly. So let's talk about uh, proctoring. Let's dive into that a little bit. And again, you were, you know, with Proctor, you were kind of the really the forefront of what most people think of in terms of proctoring here in the U.S. So with one of the big, large companies that really was there toward the beginning as we were all kind of starting to do, uh, do partnerships with companies. Um, so you kind of talked about how you really got started, but let's talk about what you've seen the transition from the beginning, what, the, what you felt like the focus was in 2009 and moving toward today, kind of how you think that shifted and, and how the landscape is, is really um, morphed. Sure. Yeah, when we first got into it, our initial goal was to create a product that really replicated what we saw in the classroom, um, was to bring that classroom experience to the kitchen table. And we really defined it three ways. We said we need to be able to see the student, we need to be able to see what they're doing, and then we need to be able to know who they are, because those are the three things that we accomplish in the classroom. You know, our goal really from the beginning was to administer the test, to make sure that it's a fair test and that all students we're operating under the same rule set. Um, it really wasn't about catching cheaters. Um, you know, people have this idea that you know people online cheat more than people in the classroom, and that's just not true from my experience. If you provide the the proper supervision, you you try to replicate or make it comparable uh, to the classroom, then you're going to see students you know put in their best efforts. The truth of the matter is, it's a very very small percentage of people that actually cheat. Um, if you provide them with all of those rules, guidance, and, and proper supervision through that process. And so when we first started, the idea was to replicate that, and we wanted to make it as simple as possible. Um, had a large amount of a success in the early 20-teens. Um, and like any industry that's growing, you people start to take a look at it and try to figure out ways to, to improve it and to start to provide technology and apply technology. And so in the mid you know, 20 teens, we saw a lot of entrants into the industry trying to use technology as a way to solve those issues. And somewhere along the line, 2014, 2015, the focus changed from you know, what my initial vision was, which was to replicate the classroom, to try to create what they call cheating, uh, cheating detection technologies. And so the focus of proctoring a student from home was not to do all the things that I just mentioned, but the primary focus was to make sure that they didn't cheat and then to catch people who were cheating. And so they started to use different uh, technology and different techniques to uncover that. 
And we saw, started to see a lot of people in the industry talk about, you know, how many events they were catching, how many different students that they were catching, how many um, items were at risk. You know, that was the focus. It was a lot more on the data and the collection and the statistics than it was really on the student and the student experience. Um, so it was a really an interesting transition. In many ways, it was, it was a good thing. Um, but it also, in many ways, it's a double-edged sword. There's a lot of bad things that came from it as a result. Yeah, I mean, you know, we had the, um, it's always interesting because in one sense, as you say, there are many good things. We've all benefited from having more data related to our student performance and what students are doing uh, so we can have, we can help them. You know, the data really does give us some sense of where they're at, how we can do that. Just, just in general, um, how the data is used and what it's used for, that can, you know, that's where some of the, the challenges come in and some of the problems, you know, arise. I think it's interesting that in parallel with what was happening in proctoring, and two comments here, one, we had the rise of groups like Turnitin, et cetera. And so we saw it not just in proctoring, but some other educational technology where now, as more people started moving to online classes, institutions, and people were doing more online learning, a major concern at most institutions, or, a, or I'd say at the institutions, but among faculty, et cetera, many of whom were resistant to online learning, cheating became something that you would throw out there. And this is a little bit of an op-ed for me. I felt like um, we were asking questions about online courses and online learning many times that we weren't even asking, or we should have been asking in our face-to-face -face classes, but we weren't. And so there was a, a lot of that going on. And um, people would ask me about, you know, how do you prevent cheating in a, and with your online students, I say, well, first of all, you get to know them so you know their work and what they're really capable of. And you, that becomes pretty obvious uh, the same way it would be if they gave you a paper that you were sure they had written and they were in your face-to-face -face class. And the second is design assignments and, and things that um, make people have to study in different ways and do it so cheating is less likely, um, you know, those kinds of things. And then what I look at proctoring as is a couple of things. A, it's to help students because they do sometimes need help if they're online and they're getting it. And I know that monitors are great at, you know, providing that support. And then second, you're right. The number or percentage of people who actually are cheating is very, very low. Um, what this does, like anything we would do um, sitting in the classroom, if I were in a, in a classroom, my students were taking a test and me not leaving the classroom. It's just to keep the people who might be tempted honest. And it's to make sure that percentage stays at the percentage that it probably always is. Um, but I think the support is really important. And I kind of want to then jump into monitor. What makes, um, can you talk a little bit about what makes monitor unique? And now that you're on the second cycle of this and what you've done and what you like about it and, and uh, kind of how you're differentiated. So, you know, it's interesting as you were, you were, with your little op-ed there talking about education and talking about getting to know students, you know, it's that one-on-one -on -one experience that's, that really is so critical and gets lost in, in technology and different things. It's interesting, you know, I, I started out teaching in the classroom um, and then transitioned to teaching online. And I used to tell people the best thing about teaching online was I got to know every student. You know, in the classroom, I'd have 30 students sitting there and maybe three or four would come to my office hours and I would get to know them. I got to know faces, but I didn't get to know people. In the online world, I got to know people. 
not necessarily faces, but I got to know people because I dealt with every student. And really with, with Monitor EDU, you know, that's the same focus that we have. It's that individual one-on-one experience that online education gives you and that we're bringing to the table. And so, you know, our proctors, it's a, it's a live proctor. It's a person that's going to greet the student. It's a person that's going to be empathetic to the, the stress that that student's going through. None of us likes to take tests. And so we want to be able to assist them through that process and help answer any technology unknowns or any concerns they have so that we can get them into the test and they can start testing. And you're right, just like the classroom, we're there, they know we're there. Um, that in and of itself, you know, eliminates most of most of the the, the games that people might play with, with cheating. It's, it's never going to eliminate all of it. You know, people have have tried ways or came up with ways to gain the system. And we always joke about, you know, if they spent more time studying as opposed to planning <laughs> on cheating, maybe they would do better. But really it's that one-on-one experience getting to know the student. And we carry that over with our online uh, proctoring philosophy, which is really that you know, the human intelligence, you know, the human super- supervision and the human support. And that's really what Monitor EDU is all about. I know that in our use at Tell Monitor EDU, one of the piece of feedback we constantly get is that how helpful it is because the students there, and for I'm assuming that a lot of people listening to this may not have used Monitor EDU, um, the student experience is really great. First of all, I'll just give you a little bit of advertisement for you here. You know, there's no downloading apps. It's, it's available 24-7 when a student's ready to take an exam they take the exam, they log in, they, they get going, they click on our exam, we have an integration with you and it just works. And there's somebody there to help them. So as that's loading up, as they're getting into it, if they have a question about uh, something in terms of how the technology works, et cetera, there's somebody right there. And I, we find, whether it's with our high school kids, homeschool, or just our independent college kids, it makes such a difference to have that human support but to have it right there at the ready. So on one hand, monitor is probably to me kind of the most non-invasive thing that students do from a proctoring perspective. And yet at the same time, it's, it can be very intimate and it's there when the student needs it. It's not intruding, but as a student needs help, you know, if something's going on when they're taking the test or they have a question, there is that help there. And I think that's a wonderful blend, Don. Yeah, thank you. I mean, that was, our intent and we wanted to focus on that that classroom experience we wanted to focus on privacy you know i could see things changing in the late you know 2016s 2017s with all the privacy laws in europe and the laws in california and we knew that privacy was going to be a big issue and so not downloading something onto their computer or their or their mobile phone you know not collecting data giving them the assurance that this is just a real simple video call you know in the last year and a half all of us have gotten very familiar with video calls. It's just a simple one-on-one WebRTC connection. It just runs off the browser. And so there's no connection. It's like a phone call. Um, once you know it starts, you know, we're able to communicate with the student. And once it's over, you know, we hang up. Um, and that's all it entails from a, a, a proctoring standpoint. Um, so it really respects the, the individual's privacy. You know, and in terms of, you know, yes, we're on video and yes, we can see them, but they choose where to test. You know, so if they're comfortable in their kitchen or they're comfortable, you know, in their study, um, some are even comfortable in their bedroom. They make that choice. It's on them. We just have some requirements in terms of making sure that the, they don't have unauthorized materials out. Um, we make sure that they're following the rules. And so that's their choice as to how they present themselves to us. 
Um, and that makes it a very clean experience that respects their privacy. No, and I think that's so important. And, and you know, when you're hitting on privacy, um, kind of, you know, that's one of the biggest, I, I wouldn't say complaints, but certainly one of the, the areas of discussion that's been going on, um, and not just with, with um, certainly not just with proctoring technology, but we get it again for things like, um, even with our learning management systems, we had their, you know, the recent uh, cheating case uh, where the institute was using Canvas and they were uh, using uh, some of their technology to try to look at their, analyze the data to see if students had done certain things. And, um, you know, and then there's the question, well, you know, how much are our institutions and faculty and others getting into my business and how much is the technology invading me and in my privacy and getting into my private sphere and what rights do I have? And I think you're right. The best way to solve that is to not go down that pathway at all and say, we're not in the business of trying to get real deep and understand everything you're doing and every move you're making and analyze it and then reanalyze it and share it. It is a simple solution that involves life proctoring and a camera and doing it. But to your point, you have multiple ways to protect your privacy. Besides what we're not collecting, you also get to choose your space and you do those things. So it really is a much more, I would say, student controlled experience than, than a lot of other technology out there. Oh, exactly. I mean, the focus really should be on the test right? The, the student's performance on the test, it's what matters, right? They've got a hundred questions. How many of those questions do they get correct? How many incorrect? All of these other things are superfluous to it, right? They don't add any value. So when we start to try to analyze data on, you know, personal movements or personal, you know, um, whatever that mannerisms, any, any of that other data or data that's on their computer or the way that they're doing keystrokes, you know, all of those things aren't things that are relevant to the score of that particular test. It's really about the performance. You know, when I sat down in a classroom and I had a Scantron form and I had the test in front of me, you know, when I bubbled those in, you know, that ran through the machine and gave me a score. And in a sense, yeah. that's where we want the student to be at the end of this. We don't want to take a look at some other report that evaluates some other types of behavior and say, well, you know, there's, there's some flags here that make us think that, you know, the results should be different than they are. If you, if you provide that safe exper experience that experience that replicates the classroom, you're going to find that 99.7, 99.8% of the students um, are fine. There's not going to be any issues. Um, and that, that very small percentage, that three out of a thousand, um, you know, those are, those are on, those are outliers. And those are things that honestly, you know, that's what, not what we're focused on. We're focused on the 99.7, 99.8, the 997 out of a thousand, you know, that want that good experience and want to be able to trust that everybody else that's testing is testing under those same conditions. Now, I know there are a lot of proctoring um, services out there. I've certainly been contacted by a, a, a good swath of them over the past several years. And, um, and, you know, and they offer different things, but a lot of them, you can just tell by their technology what the emphasis is, and a lot of it is on cheating. That is, we're here to prevent cheating, and they're this fancy way. We we have AI looking at this, et cetera, and it's and again, you're doing that. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's not the approach I would take, but you can kind of tell by 
the core technology, what people are, what their philosophy is around learning and education. And I think Monitor has really set itself apart. That said, how have, have you been received the same? Do you find there are certain types of institutions where Monitor is having more traction and, and where others would even prefer a more, um, not, I wouldn't say invasive, but a more uh, high-tech uh, AI-driven solution? Are you finding patterns there in your own uh, growth, John? We are. I mean, our, our experience says that the, the institutions are partners that are really focused on that experience, on the validity of the exam. Those are the ones that, that tend to, to migrate to us um, because they know how important it is that uh, their students or candidates can test when they're supposed to test. You know, the most frustrating thing is to sit down and be ready to test and then the technology or the process or your behavior or something else gets in the way. Um, and you can get very frustrated because you're already stressed. And so the organizations and schools that care about that student experience, but still want to make sure that those tests are fair and valid, because, again, every student needs to be able to rely on not just their score, but their score relative to everybody else. Um, and they want to make sure that they have the same opportunity. And so those are the schools and institutions whose primary focus is, is those areas that rely on us um, as a partner. Uh, we see other uh, organizations who, who really like the technology. They really like the data. They're data focused. They, they want to look at those particular things. They're also, um, you know, there's this misperception that it's a cost issue. Um, and that that's really not that true. The truth of the matter is, is, you know, we think that uh, live online proctoring the way that we do it is very cost effective. And we also understand that the, you know, the, other the indirect costs that are associated with it, if you use a, a product that's going to flag 30 or 40 percent of your tests, then you have to review those. You have to take a look at that data. You have to analyze and evaluate it. And so there's a lot of work that has to be done by the institution um, after the fact to determine which tests to count and which tests to throw out. Where with us, it's all you know, in the moment, we know at the very end of the test that that student has presented themselves, that they have followed the rules um, and they've submitted the test just like we would in the classroom. And so uh, from that standpoint, the costs are comparable. So it's really a matter of institutions that really like the data and the technology, and that's their focus. You know, we feel like it's the institutions that aren't as focused on the customer and the, the learning and those, those types of uh, what I would call traditional uh, factors that are associated yeah. with education. No, I think that's so important. And, and, and I would just add for the people that listen to this, that when you look at um, tell education and our students that are using monitor EDU, you have to realize that our students are not the traditional college students that, you know, and, and universe, college and universities are really kind of what made proctoring a big educational technology uh, component and a, and a trend. We deal mostly with high school students, some is, uh, down in the ninth grade, but a lot of 10th graders, 11th, 12th graders, and across a complete spectrum of diversity, socioeconomic differences, educational backgrounds, etc. So we have a really good test case of some who have who are very not who are, who are not very sophisticated technologically, don't have as strong of an educational foundation, et cetera, that are younger and um, across homeschool, high school, et cetera. And we just don't, uh, and we find monitor 
just to be a perfect solution for all of those students because it is simple. We're about lowering the barriers to entry. And I will tell you, Monitor does that. Whether you've got a Chromebook, whatever you're using, it you pick your test, you're ready to go, um, and, it's, and it's consistent. And I think that is the real winner for us. And I know for you and the people who use you, you are focused on learning, giving the, stu the student experience, giving students control of that, but it just works and it really lowers all the barriers. And based on our clientele and the diversity and, uh, and, the, and the widespread diversity of our groups, we can say kind of categorically, this is a really smooth and simple solution that to your point, it's not a cost thing. It is really just about what you're focused on, what your philosophy is in education. And, and that's why, I, this is why we're so happy with it because it serves our students so well. Yeah, and that's a great point. In fact, you know, people might think, you know, I came out of higher ed and, and you're right, you know, ProctorU and the original remote proctoring models were all focused on higher ed. But the truth is we have uh, much more business uh, from the high school market than we do from higher ed. Um, and it's, it's for all the, the reasons that you just talked about. Um, it's the simplicity, it's the low tech needs, it's the, the flexibility of being able to, to be used on Chromebooks and other devices. Um, it's the fact that all of our proctors uh, are based here in the United States. They're all employees in the company. They all go through significant training. They're professionals. They look at proctoring as a career. Um, these are all new things that we're bringing. And it makes a huge difference to, to this marketplace where you've got stressed students, you've got stressed parents, you know, and we're there to assist, to help, and to make sure they get through a very stressful time. And that makes such a big difference in the experience. And it's why we've had a lot of success, not just at Tell, but with a number of other institutions and organizations that, that cater to the high school market and that age group, that, that ninth grader, that 15-year-old to 18-year-old. To um, we've even worked with kids that are younger than that. So um, we're very sensitive to that market and we know how to, how to make sure that you're successful. And we're real happy to work with Tell. Well, and, and we're happy about the partnership as well, Don. Um, I want to thank you for, uh, for joining me and kind of going through this. I think uh, people hear the word proctoring and they just think it's all the same thing. It is a pretty wide, increasingly wide spectrum of, the different, of what you get and what people's emphasis is, if you've talked about. Um, and, um, and, and I just, and it's really helpful to have you come on and help people see that it's not all the same. And there are really different, there's a real difference in what Monitor offers and what your focus is. Before we sign off, Don, is uh, any, anything um, in particular or last thoughts or, or something you're thinking about in the future, et cetera, you wanna share with us today? Um, I, I think all of our, our focus is just to continue to do what we do. Um, we're very happy with, with that human, uh, that human interaction that we've got. And that's the key component of our product. And we're always looking at ways to make sure that we, we make that experience even better. So um, because it's simple, um, there's, there's not a lot of extra bells and whistles that you'll see on top of what we do. Um, you'll see just our commitment and our focus on that one-to-one -one experience to make sure that students can test. That's great. Don, thank you so much for joining me today. This was really great. And uh, I, for those of you listening, again, Don Kastner, uh, Monitor EDU. Uh, Don has uh, been in the industry for a long time now. Um, 
great background, but really bringing a, what I would think is a real different and differentiated approach to this. And it's one that really works for our students. So thank you everyone for listening today.